So it becomes this kind of algorithm of stimulus response, stimulus response, right? And so rather than getting ahead of the next TTP, we get really, really good at whatever the response is. And because you know, we're innovative people and people will work really hard and people are really smart and they want to come up with a detailed, sophisticated, well-funded answer. That's exactly what we do. And the problem with these answers is that they typically only solve, you know, one single math problem. So so rather than creating an algorithm or a set of problem solving tools that will allow us to solve many problems, we focus on just this one thing that may may no longer be relevant in the near future. So the idea is rather than building a calculator that solves a number of different problems, we create yep. the greatest calculator that only does division and then another calculator that only does subtraction. And then rather than truly testing our calculator, we Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg Show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today, we are talking about the over-reliance of training on tactics, techniques, and procedures, or TTPs. Since the primary focus of TTPs is how to do something What is often not addressed is why you are doing it. This type of thinking and training can lead to a number of issues that may outweigh the initial problem you are trying to solve with your new TTPs. We start the show by discussing the seemingly logical process of how people analyze different scenarios, and we point out some of the reasons why that analysis typically fails. Later in the show, we talk about different thinking points and how you can use them to stay ahead of the problem rather than just reacting to whatever new problem that arises. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed the show. All right, Greg, good morning. Recording this again on a Friday morning. Um, how could let everyone know what the what the current temp is where you're where you're at? Twenty below. So uh, I've had I, to use these remote lights uh, yeah. this morning. Because the regular switch lights on, uh, that have lights on the outside walls won't work. It's so cold, the electrical current oh my won't gosh. allow the switch to come on. So you, know? you keep sending me photos in the morning of like whatever the temperature gauge yep. gauges in the FJ. And then finally today, I'm like, all right, it's still going down. Like, I think this thing is just broken. <laughs> like, Listen, this is, a, this is the first time in a long time that the garage is 32. So I've had to turn the remote heaters on because everything oh, at 32 is going to yeah. freeze. My paint, my, you know, the yeah. weed killer, whatever the hell I got in my garage, the fentanyl, yeah, the whatever fentanyl, I have in my garage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All but, of that. You know, and we're laughing about that. That's called gallows humor, folks. Yeah. But the, the idea is that, you know, I, I, I love my wife so I, and I'm afraid of her. So yeah, every morning before she drives, I pull her truck out and warm it up. And yeah. it's amazing because that's where the, the photo is taken, yeah. you know parked right outside so it's like, well that's shit. uh yeah you've got so so it, and it, you know we got the weather center too in yeah the backyard, you do, you so the whole, i mean we you, correct you, the, you got the you got the whole thing there the whole setup to to know the i wolf, just thought wolf it, feeding station <laughs> so attack first aid station it, it, so t- uh today's episode yeah i want to get into kind of something we've we've you know talked about before we talk about it in class sometimes we're teaching in person we we've talked about it indirectly on different episodes but um it, it's about 
what you know we call chasing TTPs. So chasing tactics, tech, techniques, and procedures, and yep. and you know what it is, and and how we we are constantly updating ours, and and we're reacting off of what new thing is happening on the street. So. Uh, I'll, I'll give sort of my my explanation of sure. what I think about this, and I'll start with a story, and and it's just a very simple way to kind of highlight what I'm talking about. And it was started from uh, you know a long time ago in El Ambar province of Iraq. Um, there was a, a enemy TTP started where they would go and rig different houses with explosives um, to kind of catch people coming in who are setting up like maybe a sniper team or a reconnaissance team setting up a hide site because you know you're operating these cities and you're there for a long time there's only so many places you can you can hide and go into right so they were sort of booby trapping right this uh these homes right with 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 explosives and which is obviously something you see you know in any uh type of warfare you see that yeah. stuff but then you know what people came up with was like you know grabbing a can of that silly string and spraying it in there because even you know middle of the night under nods you could spray it and then you could see if when it fell was there like a trip wire or some obstruction there so it was like a very simple low calorie way to detect something like that yep. and then then i remember this one specifically because it became a big push and then people from the us were trying to ship it to the to silly string over because they needed it and then people were it was getting difficult to do and then there was like almost a little mini public outrage about it. Like, why can't we get this? This is so easy to get over there and you're not supporting, uh, you know, the guys on the ground. And it, it, it will, the right. thing is though, once that stuff gets there, by the time that happens, like you're the, the TTP has changed. The enemy's doing something else. Right. So we get into this, this loop sort of, of, of chasing those things. So I'll, I'll give a, a brief explanation of what I mean by that. And Here's sort of what I, I think happens. And so when we're faced with some some new novel circumstance, and and I want everyone listening who think broadly about this, you know, it could be a school shooting, a, a new way to steal a car, break into a house, a new business tactic, a new product, a, a revolutionary technology. I'm using that in air quotes because yeah. everyone calls those things revolutionary and then it ends up not really having as much impact as we think. But, you know, it could be a new drug hitting the street, insert whatever problem you seem to think you're facing. and what we do as humans, you know, we analyze it. We do some sort of breakdown, breakdown of the event or, or, or person or situation. And that could be whether, you know, mentally right there in the moment or that's on, you know, a YouTube commentary or a full-blown after-action review. We do some sort of analysis. But the, the problem I see with some of the commentary and analysis of these problems is that it either has a strong bias for some, you know, simple proximate cause. Oh, you know what? He was fired from work. And that's what led him to do this. Okay. Or, or, or one people pick a, a strong bias for, for some, you know, a single contributing factor, Greg, he was abused as a child. Okay. And, and, and these are oversimplified ways of looking at an issue. It doesn't take into account the fact that the world is a complex system that interacts with you every time you interact with that, it. And, and it changes frequently. So you've got more than just you interacting with it and interacting with you. There's other people about, and, so, and there's different, uh, you know, the poles are shifting and all this other stuff so what that happens, nobody ever takes into account, Brian. Right. So right out of the gate, we yep. fail at the initial analysis. And right. we'll, we'll, unless, you know, like you're the NTSB, we'll get to that example later. Right. But, but, yeah, uh, uh, you know, but so, you know, we we're kind of fail right out of the gate with this analysis. So then when it's trying to figure out what to do about this, right, we often apply some sort of technological solution to the problem. So it becomes 
this kind of algorithm of stimulus response, stimulus response, yep. right? And so rather than getting ahead of the next TTP, we get really, really good at whatever the response is. And because you know, we're innovative people and people will work really hard and people are really smart and they want to come up with a detailed, sophisticated, well-funded answer. That's exactly what we do. And the problem yes. with these answers is that they typically only solve, you know, one single math problem. So, so yeah. rather than creating an algorithm or a set of problem solving tools that will allow us to solve many problems, we focus on just this one thing that may no, may no longer be relevant in the near future. So the idea is rather than building a calculator that solves a number of different problems, we create yep. the greatest calculator that only does division and then another calculator that only does subtraction. And then rather than truly testing our calculator, we use ends justification to show that our new model that we developed actually worked. Right. So, right. And, and additionally feed information, spurious and scurrilous sometimes information into it to support it. Which, yes. which, what is that well, called? There's a bias that's yeah. associated, right? So, so confirmation real, bias. Real, real quick, Greg, I just want to end yeah. this is, is kind of like yeah. what I'm trying to say with this and, 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 you know, sort of what we're talking right. about today is I'm actually telling people to take your advice, Greg, and your advice For is actually time and... to, to listen to the words yes. of a young North Shore high school student by the name yep. of Regina George, who yep. said, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Precisely. And and you know why? TTPs are quickly adopted and even more quickly forgotten. And we want to talk today about why they don't work. Well, well, let's do this. Let's look at the 30,000 foot level tactics, what you do, techniques, how you do it, procedures, how you do it. Hmm. Well, you know what's not in there? The why. All right. And, and we love to focus on the how, but yep. there's not the why thinking behind it. So, so on, on Monday, uh, hours before uh, uh, the anniversary of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas and hours before Valentine's Day, which anybody that's ever listened to you and me, Shelly uh, Martin or our podcast knows, danger warning, Will Robinson. Uh, uh, there's things that, are, yep. that, that could happen, right? Uh, uh, we, we had Anthony Dwayne McRae uh, uh, in East Lansing walk onto the Michigan State University campus and shortly after eight uh, goes into Berkeley Hall, uh, fires some rounds, uh, killing and injuring then goes uh, across the hall to the student union, uh, which is a very popular gathering place at that time. Remember, it's Michigan. Remember, it's winter. It's been dark for hours, and it's yep. wicked cold and wet. Okay, and and so uh, uh, he goes there and 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 uh, fires more shots. And then I think it was in, in present memory recollected a few hours later, around 1130, uh, uh, sometime after 11, they say, hey, this is our shooter. Uh, local citizens who know the guy said, and he's over here. They go and he shoots himself. So what? So are we just another podcast that's going to talk about the shooting? Now, what we want to talk about is the TTP. And, and first of all, we've got skin in the game because Ariel Anderson and Brian Frazier were from Gross Point Schools. And that's uh, uh, my brother, Brian's wife, Lynn, is very close uh, uh, to that. We don't yeah. want to uh, get into that because it takes us off the point. And you know what the point is, Brian? that this was a black male, which doesn't fit uh, the algorithm. He right. was 43 years old. Wait a minute. That doesn't, that doesn't fit the fit. algorithm. He goes to a school he's not associated with. That doesn't fit the algorithm. It's at night. That doesn't fit the algorithm. Brian, I could go five so, more, 10 more points that, that there are books written, uh, uh, courses out there, and people that testify on CNN every day about how you follow this algorithm, you'll be able to spot so, the shooter. 
So what happened so, here? So we need to go uh, study this and do a new algorithm and write a book about it. And yeah, yes, and, and, and again on on uh, late night shooters or, or whatever else. You, yeah, exactly my point. And, <laughs> and this is what we're trying to say: if you have a good set of rules, Pythagoras, and that rule can be applied to more things than just the one thing that's in your hand that you're staring at, then you're probably coming up with something good. And, and, and I'll give you an example of how the, uh, the old Greek saying, very old and very Greek, Pythagoras, the, the shout out there, Erasmus, you too. Yeah. Uh, uh, but let's think of, of, of uh, gosh, him, I always get it wrong, El Paso. Uh, I can't imagine why I get a, a El Paso wrong, but there's so many places in Texas we've taught. So we know El Paso pretty well. And, and there's a mall in El Paso uh, uh, hours after the, the shooting in, in East Lansing that has a shooting too. And guess what? Journalists rush to the point and say, here we have an active shooter. They didn't have an active shooter. We got two gangs of kids that started firing rounds at each other. It's a random, spontaneous event that happened to take place in a mall. And so everybody starts responding in kind, thinking, oh, this is what we do in the lockdown and the run, hide, and fight. The idea is you have to have a basic, uh, uh, overarching uh, philosophy on how to deal with situations in extremis and situations in progress. And if you don't have that and you don't hypothesis test and you don't rehearse, you're going to fail. It's just, it's just that simple. So, 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 and, and I, I go way back to Brown versus board of education. Segregation is a bad idea. Post-Civil right. War, what did we spend all our time trying to do? Dismantle segregation, right? Dismantle all the laws that, that, that uh, 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 now we look back and say there was no equity. There, there, there was no uh, 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 chance for certain people of color to advance. And so what does Brown come in? Brown and four other uh, uh, capers that went on in the 50s uh, sat there and said, hey, these are really shitty ideas. Let's pile on the fuel and, and make them even dumber, right? So you got uh, uh, the Supreme Court. And what's you know how much I love the Supreme Court? Yeah. What's the role of the Supreme Court? To reach in and slap you on the forehead and go, wait a minute. Take yep. a step back too, and take too a look far, at what you did. Or, right? Yep. So, yep. so uh, 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 Justice Harlan comes up and says, hey, uh, there's this thing called the 14th Amendment yeah. that's really pretty important. And, and he, yeah. he made one of my favorite uh, quotes of all time. Our Constitution is colorblind and neither knows nor tolerates classes among citizens. Now, you're going to have people right now listening to this podcast, you're not true, SCOTUS is this, and we voted in Republic. Now, Don't we're care. talking about the Constitution. Yeah. We're talking about humans that are interpreted the Constitution. Well, 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 wait a minute. Has that ever happened? Uh, do we have uh, uh, Jews that spend their entire lives reading the Talmud? Do we have uh, 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 Arabs that spend their entire lives, uh, it, it, you know, uh, taking a look at the Quran and saying, no, this is what it means? Brian, we've got a long, rich history, which means that there's probably precedent, yeah, yeah, for doing what? For taking a look at ideas and saying, this is good and this is bad. So let me throw just one more at you that just happened weeks ago, okay? Now you've got Arizona, and Arizona passes House Bill 2319. So it's still in the socialization stage. And what does it say? It says police officers have the discretion to decide whether they want to be recorded from within eight feet. The law specifically says it's unlawful for a person to knowingly make a video uh, recording of law enforcement activity if the person making the video uh, recording is within eight feet of where yeah, the person that, that's knows not it reasonably. That's well, not how go, could it? That's okay, not going to so, go anywhere. So, wait, wait a minute. Isn't there an amendment that says yeah. you have the First Amendment right? Yeah. First of well, all, you're, police... You're, 
Police it, are not exempt. No, they're, they're not private. It, Their it, actions it, are the well, most public of actions. Well, that's right? the thing is you, it's very well established that you have no reasonable expectation of privacy when you're in public. You do not. Exactly. You are in exactly. public. It, that's different in your house or someone's house or at different locations. But when you right. are in public, you know, you, 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 you someone can but, record but, you. They can't harass you or assault no, you or battery. Or but they can, yeah, so, so they can the law here. Somebody from Arizona is going to call and go, hey, the entire uh, purpose of the law was to prevent interference with law enforcement officers. Yeah, that's true, but that's not what it's being used for. It's being used right. to prevent that and uh, prevent uh, 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 videotaping officers. And the First Amendment clearly protects that. And so you can't do that. And, and so somebody's going to go, well, that's not what we meant. Yeah, I don't care how well-intentioned your idea is. The idea is that that it's it, – it, I, I, and, and I, I'll say one last thing and get off of my rant. <laughs> Brian, these are why TP, TTPs don't stick around. Okay, yeah. So I'm teaching at the FBI National yeah. Academy. And all of a sudden, a student stands up, and he's a very famous student. I'm not going to name him. And his dad uh, 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 is a general, and I'm not going to name him because both of them have been in the news uh, a number of times. So I'm, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about attention, and you know how we do that in class, yeah. what you attend to yeah, and how you can yeah. become overwhelmed by events or overcome by emotion. So I'm going through that thing, and I said, hey, because this is how long ago it was, I said, this new fascination with texting Okay, is worse actually than talking on your phone in your car. Yeah. And your divided attention is going to lead to more accidents, more fatal accidents, uh, more loss of work because people are going to be sitting at a light. You're going to have to beep for them. Then they're going to rush through. And this kid raises his hand. This kid we're talking about, and he goes, "Well, how can you prove that? That's ridiculous. There's no scientific basis what whatsoever for that." Well, first of all, okay, my job is predictive analysis, so blow me. Second thing is, how do you feel now? Would you like to go back on the air? Would you like to come on the the yeah. podcast because you know what happened brian is he looked down and in with three rules that he himself invented and only searched tabloids for information that supported him that's when ttps fail it's a knee-jerk reaction we try to rush in and put gauze on something yeah before doing triage before assessing what this might mean and 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 we don't have to overanalyze it but don't we have to take a look at some of the unintended so, spirals of an event so you know? you, you, and and that and that's what I got into and why I, I, you know, kind of said that right up front is, uh, you know, what, what becomes, we don't do analysis very well. We do right. commentary. There's very few places oh, that true. do, that do analysis really well. Like, so if you're an investigatory body, like, you know, we, we, you, you, you rag on the, on the FBI all the time, all but the like that when they build a case, what the best they, in the they, world. they don't, they don't go to, they don't arrest someone until they have an airtight case and know this yep. is going to lead to prosecution. They're going to jail. They don't waste their time unless it exactly. be, because it's so detailed and it takes so long. Right. It's yes. the same thing. You know, a, a great example um, that I know you've used before in class too. The NTSB National Transportation Safety Board, yep. when there's an accident, a, a, a plane accident, they come in and they recreate it. They rebuild that plane. They look at everything and they study yes. it and they test it and they identify every they find what was the proximate cause and then they look at every contributing factor that led to this event happening and what they do there's a great one uh that i know you always talk about might as well talk a little bit about it here but the, the idea was they didn't say okay it was the plane manufacturer or this thing was faulty it was hey you know what it wasn't this pilot's fault right. he wasn't trained for this situation and if right. you're in a situation that you weren't trained for 
That's not your fault. Great. It's, you can, it's a crapshoot. Well, you could either be Sully, right? And you'll yes. land that plane in the Hudson, yes. right? Or or you're going to be someone who doesn't have his 30 freaking years of experience on that single airplane. So, and, so and, Freeway Baptist Church had both, though, Brian. Let's go yeah. there for just a second. Freeway Jack Baptist Wilson. Church had Jack Wilson, who is Sully, in the audience. And people in the audience all knew something was going to happen. The, the woman that was taking communion yeah. that said, hey, listen, I love it here. This is a great place, but we're bailing because something's wrong with this guy. Sully knew it. He started moving in close. Jack, uh, 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 the people were talking about it on their, the security people on their yeah, in-house on the, uh, in thing. The cameras and guess what? Yeah. They still waited to the shooting. Why? Because analysis paralysis sets in. A TTP becomes a mantra that we throw up there to save us. Like, like five and 25. Check your fives and 25s. Okay. Well, there's a TTP, kind of, that's going to live forever. Why? Because, because it's, it's so better simple. than Yes. It's better than keep your head on a swivel. It says, I'm coming out. I want to well, check my 5-meter well, and 25-meter yeah. because that's where the likely danger is. So I'll buy that one, and that one's going to have long legs. But I won't buy the keep your head on a swivel because it's word salad. Well, you know what and I'm trying what, to say? What, what happens is, is this. It's like... Um, you know, you give the example sometime of when we talk about organization and sophistication and about yes. stealing a car. And and the example you use, like that actual the specific TTP is is not really relevant anymore in terms of that type of vehicle. But but that's not the point. We're not teaching it, the TTP. It, it isn't right? the point. But, but but here's the thing. That way it went from, you know, using the spark plug with the, you right. know, the, the uh, uh, you know, you get the porcelain tip to bust yep. out the vent window, get access to the vehicle, make a small hole in the column up Correct on top. Column. Exactly. And, 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 you know, you can gain that. Well, that same thing works, but now, you know, it's like the Kia boys where you need a literally a USB cable. Right. To but everything into up to that point is identical. Yeah. Identical. Right. right. It, and then it's the only thing is that small thing changed the TTP, which sent all previous TTPs. Up and smoke. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, so and so, come the, on. so the, the other, the other idea is, you know, it's like, um, uh, okay. Do you, I can either go out and build a detector that detects, um, you know, uh, uh, what the, uh, you know, precursors or something to methamphetamine, right? So, so yes. I want to find a meth lab. I can do that. Yes. Uh, some type of drug lab. Well, I can also go out and build some sort of sensor for the same thing for a bomb lab, right? Because yes. there's, there's certain things that need to be there, but there's also a whole bunch of stuff that I don't need to know shit about how to make that, yes. that I need to know, uh, to use that. Because if I understand what a double boiler is, right. I, 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 or, or what, always works. what cooling and venting and heating is, I can put all of those things together and go, yep. well, yes, I'll find that in my kitchen right now. But I won't. It won't look like this. It, it's out of place here. So, so yes. understanding it, it's not a TTP of these are the things I need to look for. Because guess what? When we were teaching that, that was before anyone knew what fentanyl was. But do, exactly. do, will that same system work to find? It'll fentanyl? apply for anything. Yeah, It'll that's apply the thing. To, to find a lost so, kid. So what, you see what I mean? What we're talking about is 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 we come up and over we over engineer solutions, yes. and and it's well intentioned. It's just poorly done or poorly executed, and People don't want to believe this, but like I've seen teams of really, really, really smart people who work really, really hard with a lot of funding create shit that yeah. doesn't matter. Like that right. really, truly doesn't matter. But but when you're in the trenches and you're working on a problem and you think you're coming up with gold, like and you're pouring your heart and soul into this, it, it's 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 sad to see that because you're like this isn't going to help the situation, and you're you're yep. pouring all these calories into it, 
And and we've seen that before. Com- tech companies do that stuff all the time, and they all rally around like, "Oh, we're going to do this." And you're like, "Yeah, your your, your stuff blows. This doesn't solve any problems." Well, we had we had, we had a conversation uh, this week with an entity that that we admire. That their basic thumbnail was to start tabula rasa, start all over again to try to catch up with the competition. Yeah. And Brian, that's that's a non-starter, yeah. right? But when you're so close, you can't see it. So. I would be embedded with EOD early rack, right? And EOD hated me because I wasn't a trained EOD guy. Yeah. And they were like, well, what are you doing? You know, what are you here? And they would tell me about the red Russian dead cord and the feed per second for this and that. And I go, that's great. But I'd say the place that's building this bomb is close by to where we are. And they would go, well, how do you know that? And I go, well, have you, have you ever had your wife? That's my dog playing with that. So if you hear that in the background, that's not my stomach. Uh, uh, have you ever had your wife? Uh, uh, or husband or whoever your significant other is, try to take a cake, like a wedding cake, a long distance to a wedding, okay? Or or have you ever tried to carry something those. like yeah. eggs yeah. and, and you're yeah, trying yeah. to carry them for, into the kitchen? Okay, so here you got a guy that's carrying something that's legal, and it's not only illegal, it's highly explosive, and it's not only highly explosive, but if it goes off, it's going to kill him, and if somebody sees him with, they're going to kill him, so how far do you think that person wants to go? And Brian, how long do you think they want to be out there and placing? So people make mistakes, and they go, well, what you're doing is you're kind of putting a human touch on something, and I said, no, anything a human touches puts a human touch on something, and you can read it. So guess what started happening, Brian? We started creating co-TTPs. They would talk about the Italian landmine, and I would talk about the tactic, the the technique that the the person used, and how they would repeat that technique over and over. And now that TTP changed, didn't it? Because you had subject matter experts chiming in on what types of things to look for. I remember being on the Tigris and Euphrates, and they had hundreds of the the the, the fly fishing rods that were shipped over from yeah. America, and they're going, "Why would these guys buy this?" And it was like, "Well, low metallic signature pressure plate." And then everybody goes, oh, shit, because they didn't see it. Why don't you see things? Because you're too close. And then guess what they did? The TTP list came out and said, oh, right. fishing and rods are, are bad and, and, and dangerous. And then, then what do we right? do? We target that one thing versus looking that at how, how people do, how it's done. Or, or you know, we, we don't look at... We don't look at the behavior associated. What are the what are the things that we need to look for? Exactly. It's it's here's this one thing we need to find right now. This is the big issue. And, it's, and by it's, the time they printed that warning, Brian, the people knew that they they had confiscated the fishing rods, and those rods were no longer well, relevant. Well, it, it, it's it's the 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 drug smuggling is the same thing. You know, what, what yeah. happened this past year around Halloween and all these photos go around about yep. there's, you know, fentanyl candy and stuff coming through. And what's yep. the real story? Okay. Well, some, some dope smuggler tried to smuggle drugs into the country and they used, right. you know, a candy thing for, to, to mask their, their movement in. And, and what yep. did people take that as, Oh my God, they're going to be drugging Every our kids. Single and it's one. like, what, what, First of all, what uh, drug dealers don't typically give out free drugs to kids and pass it around yeah. like candy because you know one they're trying to make a profit, right? <laughs> and they don't yeah. want to get caught. It's like we come up with these ridiculous boogeyman theories, and and, but and we have to. That's the precise reason why TTPs fail is because most TTPs that we've seen are based on fear, and so you're dealing with the yeah. fear, not with the problem. You're dealing with the human, not yeah. with the situation. So, yeah. so a, a good way of thinking about situation awareness, which I coined and stole <laughs> from the computer industry, is call it something different. Because in, in psychology and human behavior, it's called om, 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 omnidirectional vigilance, right? And what that means is that you're attending to your environment very clinically, okay? And it's a great trait, and you can practice it. You get better at it. 
But you know what's not sustainable is hypervigilance. So these people that are out there that's saying, watch this and watch that and have all these TTPs, Brian, we know what channel capacity is. You well, can't stay hypervigilant for very long your, or something's going to fall off. Your TT, a TTP is, is, is not set in stone it's the best way when you right because you need to have tactics techniques and procedures at your organization right it doesn't to. matter what it is you have to have yes them. the problem is we get married to them and we think this is this is what i've got this is what it, it will is. apply like, to every employee well in every and, situation and the, th the thing is it, it's just the the best way well, hopefully it's the best way you know how to do things right now yep. that's yes. it that's going to change those are constantly in right. flux and so if you're still trying to do something you know from 1997 and it's 2023, like, I'm sorry, it's outdated. It's not going to work. So you can't look at it. And the point I'm making with this is that the TTP isn't the answer, right? No. And, 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 and let so, me caveat so that. To, just be, yep. be so focused on this process of how I do things because it, it's going to fail you eventually. Brian is exactly right. And take a minute, pull over, grab your yellow pad and write this down. So we've conducted so many vulnerability assessments. And when we finally get around to talking to their security chief or their head of security, everybody's got a different title and a different name for it. We say, hey, we want to see your policy and procedures manual. First of all, they have to go find one. Second of all, when they find it, it's a dusty old relic that they pull out and they go, you know, we were just updating this. <laughs> Brian, how many times if we had a yeah. dollar forever, we could retire, right? And the idea is that what they do is they say it's in writing, so therefore it's occurring. Well, that's not true. That's not true a bit. So, so how long did it take simple things like seat belts to take hold? Okay. Right. We know seat belts save lives. We know it's a great idea. And then what it what did cops do? I remember what cops did when a, it started becoming law and everybody had to enforce it and everything. Cops were like, yeah, but that's for like civilians. We don't have to wear them. And then <laughs> the agencies and departments, right, started coming. Well, because, you know, UPS guy and me, I, I'm a, as a cop, Brian, I get out of my car too many times, so it's inconvenient. The problem is you can't have it that way. You have to have techniques, uh, tactics, techniques, and procedures. Uh, for example, a fire drill. Okay. And, and, uh, a tactic technique and procedure is the laminated, uh, sheet in the seat back when you're on a plane. Hey, this is a best case scenario yeah. guideline yeah. to how to do the oxygen and the flotation right. device and all those other things. Okay. So it's topical and it covers many instances, but you have to use critical thinking to, to, to go further with those. So you can't use it as a Bible verse and cast it out and think that it's going to work for everybody in every situation. And that's why I, I called those. I wrote you uh, yesterday about that LinkedIn post about the douchebags that were writing about the, the, the MSU caper. And all of them are saying everybody should carry guns. Every kid should be mandatory. Uh, we have the training. Come to us. We could have fought our way out of this. But Kiss my ass. It, well, Every situation is dynamic and developing. You yeah, can't have a rigid it, you, you uh, can't a standard have for any of them. This one standard rule, that's the always thing. And and the, we don't understand, as humans, we don't understand probability and statistics very well. We're not wired that right. way. It's got to be right. right in front of our face. Because it's a very yes. simple, that's a very simple math equation. Like, I don't care what your stance is on guns. It, it's yeah. very simple. The The more guns that are you know, in a environment, in a situation, right. the more likely someone is going to get shot. It's just that yep. simple math. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like the, the more people you have in a crowd, the more likely someone in that crowd isn't going to like another person in that crowd. It, it, it's the, the possibilities open up. So, so adding more as, as, as a very Mac simple, Daddy make you jump. 
a, a very simple thing of oh well just let's give everyone guns like okay but now you open up the whole someone accidentally doing something someone yes. this happened like it's just it's it's such a simple stupid solution like that doesn't mean that's that's meaningless it's worthless it, it's junk it's like there's no analysis right there it's like about hey that? this no, is you're exactly well it's right. like this is the thing right here in front yes. of my face that's the problem it's like okay like it, it, you know you, the the headache might not be a problem. You might have a fucking brain tumor. You know what right. I mean? It's like, no, I got a headache. It's like, no, no, you have a brain tumor that's so, causing the headache. W- would you? Yeah. Uh, the the old joke was the the uh, uh, straw in the glass. Hey, when I go like this with my glass, you know, my eye hurts. So I would take the straw out because <laughs> yeah. it's usually the simplest thing. So I would tell you if you're listening to my voice that playing Sudoku, playing World of Minecraft, or I, I don't know any of these games. Uh, doing all those uh, different things, even first-person shooters, are going to make you smarter and faster and harder to kill. Anything that mm-hmm. takes you to the cognitive gym and makes you expend some mental calories is going to improve your thought process and your cognitive agility. Now, there's accelerated learning where yeah. we go to the cognitive gym and we show you. Uh, uh, Brian was nice enough to get me the... Uh, 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 Sam and the, the Marine workout. Uh, uh, and, and I did that from my birthday all the way till Christmas and I lost weight and I felt stronger. Why? Cause I had somebody standing there yelling at me yeah. and, and somebody held me to task and I had to complete those things. When you do that, no matter what it is, Brian, you're increasing your, your intellectual acumen right. for un, unknown situations. Why? Because just standard rehearsal, like like this this fallacy of the ten thousand you know repeat behaviors, right? Oh God! No. Uh, let, let's go back to the core of that. that yeah, that's yeah, not, a scientist did not come up with that. A journalist, exactly. exactly. Or an author, what a happens, writer did. What happens is if you repeat a behavior, you get better at that behavior. Now that means public speaking. Uh, uh, that means uh, Marty Cohen's pro practice. I love the analogy. Marty wanted to build something for the banking industry that was like a tennis machine that shot the balls at you and you got better every time you returned that serve. It makes sense, Brian. So you've got to also relegate it from muscle memory skills, which means a procedure that you do Mm -hmm. to being cognitively agile, which I talked about just a minute ago. And what is cognitive agility? Cognitive agility is when faced with new novel or incoming information, you're able to use your tacit and experiential knowledge to leverage a likely answer that will likely work. Likelihood is the key there, right? Yes. So it, is it going to work on every uh, uh, encounter? Certainly not. And so anybody that tells you it will uh, uh, is full of shit. Having a gun in this situation, uh, it, so many things would have had to come to light. And I'm talking about the yeah. MSU situation, Brian. Yeah. Uh, uh, you'd have had to been close enough to the shooter. You'd have had to have been tuned in that he was actively shooting. You'd have had to be able to outshoot the shooter you, you get what I'm trying yeah, to say? And all a, of those factors, come on. It's like getting hit by a, 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 a an asteroid burning in, you know, and you just happen to be on your bike at that day, at that time, turning left. Well, no, and, and the, the, this is why, you know, when when I look at a, a solution to a problem, all right, so, so a problem can be, you know, if I look at a problem and I say the solution is a series of decisions, right? Yep. It, it allows me to say, okay, I have choices. And the, I might not have the best choices in these situations, yep. but I have choices nonetheless, right? Uh, but meaning what it does is I can then mentally say, okay, wait, I can influence the outcome. I can influence the situation. It, yes. It's not I, it be, because 
it gets you out of this idea of, okay, what's going on now? Okay, now we need to do this. What is he doing now? Okay, let's do this. And it's like, exactly. They, exactly. If, they, if, if they have the the momentum, if they uh, have the initiative, they're like, you, you're you're always behind it. And I feel like societally, that's how we just do things on sca- at scale. We're chasing it again. We're chasing yeah. everything rather than trying to get ahead of something. And, and you know, and, and so it, it becomes like, you know, uh, constantly the same thing over and over again, where people fail to anticipate any uh, other thing that could potentially happen. There's one, the video just came out now. Um, it's an off-duty Chicago police officer, and she ended up shooting. I, th- I think the guy died. I, I just read it kind of when it came out and saw the video because she was off-duty, went outside of her apartment where she lived. There were some people arguing or whatever, so she tried to go after her, de-escalate it, and get people, hey, get out. And most of the people left, and then one guy didn't, so she's trying to go back inside. And then it's on video. He basically kind of attacks her, sort of goes for a gun, starts to wrestling. And right. she's trying to hold handle him. She's like, and she says over, I'm going to kill you. If you keep, I'm going to kill you. And then she gets her gun out. And like, I mean, this is like at like contact shot, like very close, like shoots him a couple times. And he's like still talking to her and still going like, he's like, oh man. And he's apologizing, but he's not giving up. He's still got yes. his hands on her. He's not running away. He's not going back anything. And she's still saying like, I told you, I told you, I told you. And then, you know, it, it escalates from there. And I don't want to get too much into it because it, it just came out, but you, you could see the video. But the idea was like, it, everyone goes, well, okay, this guy attacked her. Yes, clearly. It's like, but did she fail to anticipate the fact that she's going outside to break up an argument and that things could spiral wildly out of control? Right. Like, right. I, I mean, and if it, a gun wasn't present, there well, certainly is one now. Yeah. You, you, and then that's what I'm saying. It, it's yes. it's there. You, you got to everyone wants to watch and break down the video and have their shitty commentary. Yes. They don't ever wind the tape back and they don't ever wind that tape back and go, well, well how did this situation come to be? Because and that's you're always what, the protagonist, Brian. So, oh, yeah, we're always this the hero is the other part. Yeah, you have yeah. to be the hero in your own story. So you saying like like uh, folks. I've been in so many uh, after action reviews uh, uh, and 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 debriefs, two completely separate things where I've seen Shelly or Brian step up and go, okay, uh, we're going to start with me. This is what I did wrong. And I love that approach because it's like, okay, now we, you know, mea culpa, we got it on the table. We can get past it. The idea is that what you need to do is be more of a paramedic in this situation okay. uh, uh, and think, is it better now, the pain? Than it was just a second ago. Is it getting better or is it getting worse? What are the things complicating me, uh, obstructing my airway, causing me to bleed? And what I mean is not that application in a first aid sense, Brian, but in the situation you're in. Okay, yeah. did I just step into a rapidly situation, uh, uh, yeah. unfolding situation, or am I causing so, it? Okay, is is me uh, staying escalating it, or can I leave? Right? And, Those yeah, are the yeah, questions no, no. And you're, getting, you're, you're getting right into it, and and yeah. this is how our approach is to situations and a lot of the different concepts that we teach. And right. it's not a tactic, technique, or procedure because most people get very procedural training, so they become very procedural. Yes, when I see this, I have these options. Um, then I can call for this. This person now escalated and and are within a distance from me and did this thing. So now I have option C or D I can choose from as well. And there's it's like, but it's not. So what we offer a lot of times because you you just started to sort of bring it up is yep. my, my question to you then, Greg, is then well, well what can I do if it's not a yes. tactic, if a tactic technique or procedure isn't always the answer because I still need those. But right. but it's that's an answer or or a tentative one or a right. one for specifics. Like what are these general things that you're talking about? And exactly. So critical thinking is is key here because I take you back to the cognitive gym. 
So I've got a number, in, and I'm not going to be able to think of the, the the names of the the things right now. But I've got a number of things in the house, uh, right directly behind that wall that I'm staring at in our pantry in the home office here, uh, uh, the family truckster uh, <laughs> that are specifically designed that if you have a reaction to something, uh, that they'll slow the reaction enough. Uh, so you can get to a hospital. Neither Shelly and I are allergic to anything, but I still have the EpiPens on the shelf. I have the drinks the, that uh, uh, metabolize the, the poisons, the Ipecac to throw them yeah. out if you have to. And and uh, we update them by date and we throw them out. Why? Because in the 13 years we ran the ranch and the 27 years we were a cop and in all the times we were forward, those are the things that if you said, oh my God, you know what we could have right now would be this, right? And, and that thing... You, Benadryl, uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, Benadryl as well. You just never have enough of that stuff around when you need it, right? Yeah. And, and the same thing with a PFAC, a personal first aid kit, and, and a personal first aid kit with something as simple as tweezers. Do you know how much tweezers uh, uh, help so, in a situation? Okay, so you're saying simple. we all need to go out and buy tweezers. And no, <laughs> and I'm saying you have to look at this. I'll give you an example. You know how much I love Shelly. Uh, Shelly and I go antler hiking all the time. And so we'll stop for a power lunch and simple shit that Shelly packs that are fun and rehydrate you and keep you mentally focused because we're miles and miles from the vehicle and we're in an arena of mountain lions and bears that could eat and kill you. So, so those type of situations where you know it's you against the environment, you against uh, a terrorist, you against a criminal, you literally have to do smart things and you have to repeat those good behaviors. Uh, how many times have we done a, a, an evaluation on a place, Brian, where they blocked a door open that was a fire door or a security door? And we saw that just, uh, I won't say that we were in St. Louis, and we looked at a couple of places, but the idea is that we were, and guess what? Smokers were the worst offenders, Brian. What did they do? They blocked those doors open, they went out for a little bit, and they violated all security pro- protocols by doing that. Uh, I'm in Colorado. People don't like to be cold. So when I pull up to the Safeway or City Market, there's nobody in the car and the car's running. And it's like, okay, well, then don't call me when your car gets stolen, right? So if we willfully, who's responsible for your own personal safety? You are. Largely, you are. And then society and then the police and everybody else, right? But the idea is if you walk around and don't look where the security cameras are, if you walk around and don't uh, aren't mindful of the exits, if you take your Christmas stuff and put it next to your water heater and your fucking house burns down yeah. and you don't check the lint screen on your dryer, Brian, who's responsible? So the idea is I would rather... Uh, play in a realm where there's simple rules that apply, like gravity is a simple rule. Okay. Entropy is a simple rule. So the more I understand about the science, the better critical thinker I am when something comes up to me that's novel, nuanced, or, or uh, uh, an external arousal that, that surprises and shocks me, I'm better way to think my way out of it, not shoot my way out of it. Yeah. And, and you know, you're, you're talking about still some of them sort of like TTPs of, of yeah. simple, low calorie things, but you know, I, I kind of like that. Th- this is why we use a lot of what we would, I would I would call thinking points, right? Yes. Um, something that you can apply to any situation, no matter what it is. So it's not about the EpiPen or the Benadryl or something. I'm I'm talking about you know you know did did what what you're really saying is did did you have do you have the tools you need if these situations may arise and did you check that? I'm saying one more. I'm saying one did, one. Did you check that one though? step to like, the left of him, Brian? Yeah. I'm saying have you imagined what tools you will need in a situation? I'm not even saying going out and buying them. I'm saying that the thought game 
that you should be playing every day is what tools might I need today and where would I find them? That's the first stage, right? Then what you do is you start coming up with the tools. I totally agree with you, but I'm saying we have to think even further left of that. So like I, I, we, we use one and, you know, let's say you're, you're sitting, um, you know, you're sitting in a restaurant or, you know, you're you're checking out at that. You went, filled up your car with gas. You're inside, you're buying some energy drinks, some rippets, you know, some, whatever you got, some, some snacks. Right. And you you got the, you got the little hot dog uh, that's been out on that roller all day long, whatever it is. And you're checking out Exactly. and you got someone up there who's at the counter and he's, you know, mouthing off to, to the person working there or something's going on. Right. And one of our things that we use is like, you know, does this person want their say or or do they want their say and their way? And the idea yes. is, I meaning is this person just complaining that they're being overcharged for something or pissed off because this or that, or, or is there some other intent behind what this person is doing? Or, or is it just yes. someone complaining to the manager about their food or are they going to go out I- into the parking lot, uh, get the gun out of their car and come in shooting, right? Those are different, but, but we, th- that's a simple thinking point. Okay. To, to understand a situation. But what do most people do? It's okay. Uh, they apply a tactic, technique, or procedure. Okay, I'm going to set this stuff down. I'm going to gain distance. I'm going to pull my ca- uh, concealed weapon out. I'm. It's like yep. you. You're, you're already creating an. You're you're making a situation occur, right? You're already creating an outcome before you ever took a look at the situation to determine what was likely happening and what was yep. going to happen next. So what yep. you do is you then influence the yourself and you influence the environment and it pushes right back on you. And now, man, that train's heading down that track and there's another one coming at another one. They get to yep. that intersection, right? Right. So the idea is and it's it, faster and it's harder to solve. And, and you sped exactly. it up. You yes. sped it up. You as the person in your that mere presence created a, a, a conundrum. Brian, we, you know, I hate to use Gregisms, but uh, folks, if you're listening again and you got your kid in a car, uh, look at them and go, today, I want you to understand the difference between acting up and acting out. A person that's acting up is no problem whatsoever. They just want the, their say. They're, they're just pushing you around a little bit to get a rise out of you. Uh, the person that's acting out or about to act out, that's the most dangerous player on the battle space right now. And you need to, you need to address that. Uh, and sometimes, Brian, addressing that is reverse. And sometimes addressing that is leaving and sometimes addressing that is calling nine and one and having the one finger hanging over the button. Uh, those are the type of TTPs we're talking about. Those visits to the cognitive gym will make you smarter, stronger, and harder to kill. But but do we get that in a CCW class? Do we get that when we go to these tactics, uh, uh, booting doors and ramming cars and using uh, uh, explosive entry tools? We don't. We don't. We don't think about those. And those are much more important uh, factors because you learn from each trip down there, even if that trip is solely in your head. Yeah. So I, I have a, um, I have a cousin who's he's much smarter than me and he's a little okay. bit older than me, but, uh, he's, he's, a um, you know, you're looking for work. Think, no, it's a th- th- <laughs> like kind of like, well, we'll say think tank kind of guy yeah. and, and spent some time, you know, working around in working in Virginia. So shortly after nine 11, he was at a very important meeting with some very high ranking people Yes, and they were sitting around in the room, right? Because obviously, you know, nine 11 had just happened. So people were going, okay, what, 
trying to to come up with potential or likely scenarios of something that happens again. And this person who was running the meeting, who was a very important general, uh, was doing the okay. We we really we got to we got to stretch our minds here. We got to come up with creative ideas, right? I want people thinking outside the box. Um, what what other possibilities are there? Um, do we have any other buildings that we think they might do this to? And like he like slapped himself in the forehead, going yep. like that that you 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 missed it. But but the immediate thing was okay. What other yep. buildings do we think they might likely attack next? Yep. And it's like no, we 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 miss we missed that one. It's it's so unlikely that that's ever going to happen again because we've we've created that now defense of it and covered the seams of gaps and and created this. It's like I, I but but a bunch of smart people you know who who do that for a living fall into that cognitive trap of this bias of course going, here's what it is right in front of me and i just think that's such a powerful you know analogy for exactly what we're talking about here Brian, Brian, we, we talk about you're you're spot on again and and uh, the idea is how many times have you heard me rail that people still die from drowning and you've yeah. heard me say that a thousand times this year so far to different crowds and everything. And people miss what I mean by that. Yet last weekend in Michigan, three guys died ice fishing because the the weather changed, the ice broke and they drowned. They couldn't stay uh, uh, survival floating until somebody uh, got them out of there. And and Brian, those are the, t- the things we're talking about. If it's as simple as uh, not putting high value dollar items uh, visible inside your car, locking them in your trunk. How simple is yeah. that? Uh, taking taking a rain jacket when you go hiking in Colorado because you know the weather's going to change, and if you become uh, uh, hypothermic, you're you're likely uh, not going to survive the the situation. Uh, you know, the, the, if you uh, don't have a Camelback, where's your canteen or where's your alternative water source? And if I'm drinking one, I'm going to hand you one because I want to make sure you think about. It. Brian, those are great policies and procedures or TTPs that you can uh, instill in your kids and in your family, and they work anywhere. They work at school, and they work at play, and they work in combat. That's what we're talking about. I swear to God, I would love to do a a, uh, situation. You know what? We got to do a podcast on zombie apocalypse and the last of them and all that other stuff and show how quickly society can erode. And why will it erode? Because, first of all, we could do it from the psychological aspect of why people want an apocalyptic event. Uh, But we could also do it by uh, who is going to survive. People think they're going to survive because they're more resilient. Resilience isn't enough, Brian. Resilience isn't enough. There are entire resilient societies that are no longer on the face of the planet because they died out because they repeated bad behaviors. That's the idea. You have to learn from those behaviors, Brian. You can't keep going in. Look, if you're an IndyCar driver and you keep driving at very high speeds, sooner or later, you're going to crash. And and your crash is going to be much worse than my crash because I drive like a grandma. And when I'm not driving, you're driving. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good there, you know? So the idea is that the sooner uh, that you understand that critical thinking is a much more important skill than a shooting skill or a combatives class. Right? And we're not saying not to go to those classes, but we're saying if you don't exercise your mind and visit the cognitive gym, well, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, you could, you could avoid, you could avoid some of that, you know, if, if you're out thinking the situation. I of mean that, that that that's simply the essence the of fact. tactical cunning I mean, that, and tactical patience. That, 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 that's the that's the whole point is that why exactly. why you know it, 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 you know that the martial arts thing or the fighting yep. is a perfect example because every what five to, every ten years or so it changes on what what 
it should be and everyone should learn. And so right now it's jujitsu and Brazilian jujitsu. And it's like, dude, which is great. It's awesome. It's awesome. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, um, dude, I don't ever want to be on the ground fighting someone ever. Like if I failed, I've, I've, I have failed at that point. And then somebody's going to dial in and say how many percentage of the fights end on the ground. Look, you know what? Every martial artist that's at your level or my level or a very high level has come to the same conclusion. Avoidance yeah. is the best mitigation tool yep. because anything can happen in a fight, even if you're the most highly yep. trained individual on the ground. I remember uh, uh, back probably 35, 40 years ago, there was a martial artist on the East Coast that got convicted of uh, uh, molesting and raping a young girl. Uh, but there was others in the dojo that made the same statement. And so the guy was coming through an airport, maybe Pennsylvania, and it was back when uh, surveillance cameras were horrible. So this was a TV camera crew that was getting the guy coming off the plane and coming down, and he was in handcuffs in front. You remember that one? It's very old. And uh, the father of the molested girl walked out of the crowd with a big-ass three fifty seven and shot the guy at point-blank range. Okay. That's what we're talking about here. If you know you're you're failing to anticipate that situation, there were so many uh, points for intervention, and that was a highly classically trained martial artist that could kick a lot of ass. But in that situation, on that time and that day, guess what? The balance, the seesaw, was against him. So don't put all your eggs in in one basket. Uh, what you need to do is you need to think: what are the three to five things? that I could do today to make yeah. my life well, happier and, and more fun it, and places it, it, I should avoid. It, it's things it, I should it's, do. it's the, the, the one to five things I would say. Yeah. What's, okay. what's the, I well, I, meaning, meaning what's the one thing I can get really, really good at that I can use all the time. And, and, yes. and you know, it's yes. like, you know, we, we don't, we're not making fun of the different shooting course. I'm today's an example. No, it's no, like, no. Oh, we've There's got, we've got, ones. we've got CQB and then, Oh, this is vehicle CQB. Oh, this is this. CQB. It's like, well, yep. well, wait a minute. If, if the, if the, basic principles of what I should learn don't apply in a number of different situations. It's not a good TTP. It's not a good way to do things, you know? And, and it's like, um, so I, I have a, I have a, I have an interest in how the world works. So I, in my free time, I read up a lot about nerdy shit and physics and yeah. math and just topically, cause I don't fully understand that, right? but, but I try to topically understand a theory at a theoretical level to go, okay, it's a I get how that works. Right? right. So the idea is I could sit here, and I could try and learn everything I can about math and everything I can about physics and all the different laws and, and you know, really deep dive all this stuff. And you could spend your whole life doing that and, and really still not learn everything. But if I just go, all right, there's this thing called pi, right? 3.1459. It's a repeating number that that has no pattern and never ends. Yes. And if I if I look at that and understand its significance in the entire world and universe, it actually just learning that one concept makes all of the other stuff easier to understand. And and I don't have time to learn everything. And, and my point is, is exactly what you just said. What's the one, three, five, whatever it is, what's the things I can do in every situation, right? That, that will help me no matter what it is. And if I get really, really, really good at that yeah. and really good at applying it, well, then I don't need a new TTP or 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 a, a new TTP will become obvious and apparent for use. Right. Uh, exactly. it, it will, it will become that. it'll be inevitable. Like, it, yes. And, it, yes. And, it, and I don't have to think about that. I don't have to put time going. <clears throat> right. Man, how do we address this? Right. That, that, that answer will I will arrive at the most logical conclusion because I use this one thing in all of these different areas of my life. 
And and yep. that's it. I just focus on that one thing and everything else becomes easier. And and so I, I that's that's kind of what I was trying to get at with all of this. The it, Heimlich it, maneuver. Okay. It, it, There's yeah. a procedure, yes. a TTP that you can learn quickly and easily and have in your back pocket your entire life for that moment that you need it. That's what we're talking about. And what Brian is saying, folks, is that understanding uh, 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 centripetal yeah. versus centrifugal force right. okay, is an important consideration. Caliber of the weapon system that you're going to buy is a much less serious consideration. Right. Brian, Guns and Ammo Magazine has been around for so long because all they do is argue calibers 308 too much for the <laughs> so, mule deer, so. whatever, right? And every every week it's something else. So I've yeah. got a blunderbuss that I feel, yeah. okay, that's all great. <laughs> but, but what's more important, understanding terminal ballistics? Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I mean, and, and what do I need to know about terminal ballistics? Wow, if I get shot here, I better stick my thumb in there right quick so I don't leak out. That's what I'm talking about with that 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 uh, uh, psychological and cognitive triage that we have to ha- apply to a situation. Is it better now? Did I just walk in on this? Holy shit, has this been going on for a while and now I'm another potential victim? Those are the type of situations that you got to run. And if you do that, you'll be smarter and harder to kill. And and that is that's a mental tool rather than a physical tool. Now, yeah. are we counting it, out physical tools? No, no, because every single place that I go, we go in and we buy or rent a box cutter or a knife yeah, for the week just, that we're there because, because we need a couple one. Box and, and it's easy. And you exactly. Can, you can, yeah, exactly. And we leave it, it to somebody and give them it. And hey, congratulations. You're our, you're our best student. And they're, they're <laughs> yeah. still thinking that that was a special knife. They don't understand <laughs> that we just need that son of a bitch. Sometimes right? we steal it too. We don't yes, even of pay course. for it. No. Uh, <laughs> so, really crappy Walmarts we do. Serves No, no. And then it's idea you kind of said it. it's a it's a it's a cognitive tool versus a yep. physical one it's yep. it's a, a a thought uh a you know a thought pattern versus a tactic technique or procedure and and yes. if i focus on those it's where can i use this you know in in how can i use this thing in every situation it makes yep. it easier and i get better at it because i use it more often right yep. you know yep. it, it's it, the Ge- geometry of fires or geometry of thought. I mean, whatever it is, like I use that with my family all the time. I go, well, what about from this angle? What about here? Did we cover all of our communication? How are we doing that? So there's, it's not just operationally, it's just with with the family. I mean, it's really- There's an amazing story about geometry of fires, Brian. And and it dates back a long, long time. And it, it'll separate some of the people in the audience right now that, that didn't know a, a factoid. So uh, we were given the choice on where urban hunter which turned into combat hunter should reside and the choice was made by the marine corps not by the subject matter experts that the best place to put it would be the soi school of infantry on the east and west coast that way they they would be the the retainer of the information well uh uh, knowing mattis during those times and mattis was an integral part of standing this program up and and seeing it pushed viciously and and uh, uh aggressively into the marine corps uh, was Mattis's 535 that changed many, many times. Well, the three were Guardian Angel, uh, 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 Geometry of Fire, and then Unity of Command, understanding that, that, that you know, that, that whoever's in front of you, it's a gosh damn uh, corporal, uh, you know, drive on, follow that person because they're the leader. Well, the Guardian Angel came from us, came from Combat Hunter, and the Geometry of Fires. Why? Because Geometry of Fires made sense in my brain that you want a 360 with optics, info, your weapon systems, right? And so uh, we went to the East Coast, and the East Coast guys uh, kept coming up and going, 
That's not what, what geometry of fires is for. And atmospherics is this band of oxygen trapped around the earth. And I'm like, look, I'm a Detroit kid. It's atmospherics, the sight, smells, feels, taste of an area. And it's geometry of fires, 360 from the ground to the, the roof for all these different things, right? And and then they fought and fought. So then we went back to the West Coast and Mattis goes, hey, what do you call that in class? I go, that's geometry of fires. He goes, that's it. So that became one of the three in the 535. So so Mattis did that over and over uh, throughout. Uh, Mattis liked settling arguments by settling scores, right? <laughs> yeah. But but he did it by outthinking people. Yeah. And, and he and his chief of staff, Crusher, would literally crush the wind out of your lungs if you failed to do it. So yeah. those type of things became part of that 535. Sure. And Brian, why is that 535 mentality still around? Because like the Greeks, it was a great idea. Now that Greek guy might not still be around, and we're not using those same uh, uh, letters except on the outside of a, a academic institution, right? But the principles—that's what we're talking about. The philosophy is as strong and smart as it is today, as it was then. And so you could use Mattis's five three five tomorrow at school and be smarter and safer and harder to kill. But people want to tangentialize their thinking to think that if the application of the tool is sufficient. You don't need to think. You need to react, and that's that's a fallacy. Yeah, that's the, not going to work for the, you. The, you're, there's always going to be better, you know, tools out there that people are going to build. People are or a stronger person, yeah, or, that, or a better fighter. Yeah, it, 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 that, a that, faster that's, car. That's that's consistent. Uh, you know what? I think yeah. for that, the five three five you brought up that that's a throwback to the to the Marine Corps stuff. Um, we'll mm. do that. I think we can. We'll do that. Um, uh, on the Patreon side for those. Oh, you know what? Pa- that's a pa- great idea. Uh, for people who are the Patreon subscribers, we'll go ahead and and uh, and and cover that on there. So don't forget if you are listening, we have that. Um, so so we'll do that. And you know, I, I think that's. I think people are kind of getting the, seeing the point we're getting at here is uh you know if I don't have those simple uh thought processes in place to go over everything, none of it, it um, the the new gun, the new shield, the new non-lethal device, the new technology, the new chat GPT isn't going to solve the damn problem or revolutionize the world. It's stop looking for that thing and start using the thing because I can use those, those, those everywhere, you know, and look everywhere. So, uh, we use a lot of airplane references because we love the MCSB and the way we fly a lot and we fly all (laughs) the time. So the two things that, uh, I would say I could categorize that pilots are most afraid of uh, based on our interviews with them are uh, lithium burns uh, from batteries that are not in the cockpit, but in the, where the luggage is stored because they burn so fast and so hard and are really hard to put out, even with the, the, the systems that they have there, the Halon Mm -hmm. uh, uh, systems. Second thing is high speed tire blowout on landing, uh, which changes the trajectory of the landing. Now I could go on, <clears throat> but understanding those two things, Brian, uh, where's your battery stored at home? Uh, will you know with an alarm system if it burns while you're up sleeping in yeah. bed or down working out in the gym? Yeah, well, that's a consideration that anybody could make, even in a hotel room, right? And what about on a car? Do your kids uh, know how to change a tire? Do they know where to pull off on the roadway? Do they know what it's going to feel like when one tire goes out and it starts exploding on the roadway and how you control it? And should you hit the brakes, Brian? Those are skills that yeah. transcend everything. And if you take a few minutes a week on those, you'll be harder, so, faster, stronger. You know, so that's a good one. Re- re- 
real quick at, at the end the funny one i did with the the insurgent on on january yeah. 1st on, on new year's day so i was kept talking to her it's like oh we got a lot, lot going on on new year's day we got like one and so fine is like you know when it when it happened when it was new year's day it's like well, what is it i go oh today's the day you change all the batteries in your smoke detectors right and, and, you, and, and she's like well, looking at me like you're you're an idiot so i had wanted to get her involved i was like look what you do yes. is on the first of every year you do these things that you only do once a year and it's and it's just very simple you can get a list so what i what i had her do is we took the the uh, uh the couches we have have like you know three cushions on it three big cushions right. i go well it's the first year so we want to rotate those cushions because we consistently sit in the same spot and we don't want to she's like oh okay so now she starts doing that i got her going on there so she's all excited because she loves decorating doing all that stuff so she's switching all the pillows on the couch i go now we have to remember it we start from here and we go this way and we do that the same thing every single year so that it consistently rotates she's like oh that makes sense and now she's got the uh the little step stool out to help me you know get up to the foot to the smoke detector to change that stuff out so that's hilarious but like those simple things now that's it though kind of just implant in her head the, the first of the year i talked up january 1st so much she probably thought that she was going to get like a gift or something exactly. that was going to happen. And now she's going, it's another one of these insurgent training <laughs> events. But I she'll hate never, my dad, right? She'll never yeah. forget it, right? So totally she'll agree. always know January 1st, we <clears throat> change the couch couch cushions and replace all the batteries in the smoke detector. You know what I mean? Every so family stupid. member in my family, uh, uh, meaning Shelly's family, because my family is a demented uh, uh, rat stranglers, uh, they would call being sent to Colorado uh, for Shelly training, it was called Cowboy Boot Camp. And oh, everybody still yeah. talks about Uncle yeah. Shelly. Uh, and Uncle Shelly's going to, she's going to, no, no, it was Uncle Shelly because we <laughs> joked so much when they were kids that it was Uncle yeah. Shelly and Aunt Greg. We have to go out to Colorado. And that's that's called the Cowboy Boot Camp. We that's don't want to so go there. Cool. So, yeah. That's and cool. so, but, but listen, uh, uh, thank God we all have uh, kids that are not uh, skulking and lurking around and doing, you know, horrible. Well, uh, apparently shit. your family are. Rat we don't want to even that's, talk that's about a that. New, Brian, that's a new Brian. I love both of my brothers, but you know <laughs> they're completely insane. Have, they're both insane, and you know and, both of them. Oh, so. and so they're turning around saying the same thing to their about who? Friends. About, about yeah, exactly to them, <laughs> but not about their uncle Greg. Oh, so. oh of course. No, not. hey, I, I love your Patreon idea. Let's do yeah, that. Let's, let's do that. Uh, and then, uh, real quick question: We, I know we're traveling again. Uh, uh, what yeah. about uh, part two on Clark Deaver? Really yeah, enjoyed we'll, we'll that. Get, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to uh, uh, Clark uh, schedule with him. I want to get another you know one of, of our normal episodes on in between there because uh, I want to get some feedback from folks. So if you listen Perfect. to the Clark uh, uh, Clark Dever, Greg, uh, if you listen to that episode, I said it wrong too. I I totally I don't even know how I did that because I knew it was Dever, and so and it, it, but anyway, it, let, it, he I'll, can I'll say get, whatever it is, but then he's got to change the spelling. He's got to put D E H V E H R with the little sway on it. So I love yeah. Clark. I'm sorry, yeah. Clark. He's great. But uh, if if folks, if you had questions about that one or were interested, um, we want to cover a bunch more. And like we had a bunch of things we wanted to cover with him. And then as the kind of conversation went, I was like, shit, we should have done like one or two of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. really deep deep dive it. But uh, but that was a great one. So uh, and and you know, everyone listening right now, we we really appreciate it. Um, please share the podcast with your friends. We got a lot coming up this year in terms of stuff that we're going to be putting out. Yeah. So you got to stay tuned, stay signed up at the Arcadia Cognorati website. Uh, again, follow us on Patreon. If you're going to be on Patreon, you get the first sort of um, first, first, first go at, at everything we have going on this year. Um, it's going to go out to you folks who, who are on Woo-hoo. there and get some, some discounts for some things we have coming up if you're interested. Um, so, so definitely, you know, it's only a couple bucks a month and we put out a bunch of stuff on there and 
uh, when you write in and ask questions, we will just record it and, and answer it right on there for you and, and let all the Patreon subscribers get it. So if it's something you're not concerned or, or a little confused about or want some more information on, hop on there, shoot me a message, and we'll, we'll get to it. So uh, yep. anything else to add in, Greg, before we... Uh, uh, that Brian's going to be giving away random shit from his background, his office. Oh, that's a good uh, idea. All year, all year long. I got the uh, Hoberman. So, can you see? You can't see the Hoberman sphere. It's not the top yeah. shelf. It's the one right below it, right that's there. Good. Uh, that's good. That's for people that are are uh, yeah. zooming in right now to see that. No, that's great. But uh, Brian, Brian will be auctioning off that uh, painting back there too. So yeah, that's my Chicago it. painting. I know I it's lovely. This. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Don't forget that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.